Good evening. And this evening we welcome our guests and visitors and, and all who braved the storm today to be with us this evening to celebrate the holy sacrifice and to be nourished by the body and blood of the Lord Jesus. And, um, you know, this coming week, um, we, with this Mass, we uh, in the Christmas season with the Feast of Baptism of our Lord, and then we begin the ordinary time and in the life of the church, and then we enter, of course, the season of Lent. And it is uh, uh, in this feast that we celebrate, I think it's uh, well to uh, remember the prayer that is said often within the office of the church. The, and that is a prayer from the Armenian liturgy of the Eastern Rite. It's a beautiful prayer. These three mysteries make this holy day. Today the star leads the Magi to the infant Christ. Today water is changed into wine for the wedding feast. Today Christ uh, wills to be baptized by John in the Jordan River to bring us salvation. In the Eastern Rite, in the Eastern Liturgy, uh, the Feast of Baptism, the Magi, the, the Feast of Cana, the turning of water into wine, were all celebrated together. It was the manifestation of the Lord. And in the Eastern Rite in the, of our faith, that not only are these three manifestations of God, but as you read your scriptures, for them, all through the scriptures, is a manifestation of the infinite breaking into time. The healing of the leper, the, le the paralytic, the sitting with Mary and Martha at table, the uh, dining with the uh, Simon, uh, the Pharisee, the agony in the garden, the death on the cross, the resurrection. All for them, the manifestation of the infinite, the power, the majesty, the wonder, and the salvation of God. The mercy, and the goodness, and the love of God for each one of us. Now, if we pick up our Gospels, We'll find that we'll find the baptism, the account of the baptism in Matthew, in Mark, and in Luke. But we do not find it in the Gospel of John that was written much later. A gospel that was sort of a, uh, you might say, a theological gospel reflecting upon the, on the life of Christ. John has mentioned the baptized, the baptism is there, but it is in Matthew, Mark, and Luke that we have an explicit 
understanding of the baptism of Jesus. And if you read your scripture, you'll find that Luke's account, our account, is the shortest. Now, each one of the authors of the gospel had a certain theme that they wanted to distress. In Matthew, it is the baptism is the fulfillment of the law. That the old law now cease. There is a new law, the law of Christ. There are new commandments, not the destruction of the commandments, but the fulfillment, completion, enrichment of all the commandments in Jesus Christ. That he is now the fulfillment of all the hopes, desires, and messianic hope of the, of the Old Testament. He is the Messiah. He is the fulfillment. In Mark's gospel, it is simply the good news that Christ is the Son of God, that in him we have redemption. And in Luke, we have the anointing of the Holy Spirit. This is my beloved Son. That Spirit will lead him into the desert in his temptation. That Spirit will lead him to the garden of his sufferings. That Spirit will be with him on the cross when he'll cry out, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. It is the Holy Spirit that fills us with kindness, the love, and the mercy of Jesus Christ, our Lord, our God, and Savior. Now there's something else about Luke's Gospel that's very important. If you pick up Matthew's Gospel, immediately, the first chapter, is the genealogy of Jesus Christ. See, Matthew's Gospel was written to the Semitic people. They're tribal. And it was very important for any one of them to know what tribe, where they came from, their parents, and beyond. And so he gives that. In Mark's gospel, there's no genealogy. It's simply the proclamation that Christ is the Messiah, our God and our Savior, the good news, that we are saved. We're free from our sins. But in Luke's gospel, it is only after the baptism, after the account of his birth, the, and all of that, that he gives us the genealogy. And we might ask why. And the reason is that the genealogy goes back to Adam. That his genealogy goes back to the first, Adam. And he is Jesus, the new Adam. And it is the new Adam that is transformed who takes our human nature, 
transforms it, restores it, renews it, that we are forgiven. We have been reconciled to the Father. We now may say, in the Holy Spirit, Abba, Father, all of us. You know, there's something that's lacking. We have lost the joy of being know that we have been predestined and forgiven in Christ Jesus. That we have been lifted up on the cross, reconciled to the Father. That we have been washed clean by his most precious blood. That we have been formed into a people, not simply the people of God, but the mystical body of Christ. That Christ is our head and we are members. I am the vine and you are the branches. And if the branch is torn from the vine, it withers and dies. And that's why when you pick up the first letter of John, where he speaks of loving one another, he's speaking of members of the mystical body. See, the command of love, the charity that we are to have for one another, even those who hurt us, betray us, whatever they do to us, we are to love them and we are to forgive them. Why? Because of Christ. We make up Christ. And that's why that sin is the most destructive thing that can happen to any one of us. And that is why that the sins against charity are the most serious because they're sins against Christ. So today, you know, when we think of Adam, we are the new Adam. We are one with Christ. We have been transformed. He has taken this human nature with all of our faults and sins and, and brokenness. Each one of us, we are called to be a new Adam in Christ. And so we have the words again in Eastern Rite liturgy. Adam has descended into the Jordan and has been washed clean of his defilement. You see, we have entered the Jordan. We have been washed clean and we have been cleansed of our defilement. We are children of God, adopted children. We are called to be altar Christus, another Christ. God bless you.